When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag no music, no intro. They, this, this team won't let us breathe, Ryan. They just, (laughs) the Saints win a thriller 24-27 against the Panthers. Huge game, division game, and I, I I tweeted this earlier, and we can we can start wherever you want to. I'm going to start here though. This is where I'm going to start on it though. If they would have lost that game, it would have been 100 percent of the defense. In yeah. Ter- because the offense came in, we were we had to do an emergency podcast because we didn't know where our route receivers were going to play. We had a, a breakout game from Callaway, number 12. He just looked like he belonged. He just yeah. looked like he belonged. Uh, probably Drew's best game. Um, AK making plays. Latavius making plays. An all-around good offensive game. They go up fourteen to three. Boom! <laughs> Seventy yards, seventy-five yard touchdown. DJ Moore. Uh, <laughs> and so let's let's start let's start with the defense. We can get into the offense. Later, let's start the defense, man. Uh, I've been a fan of his. I've I've tried to take up for him. There's some plays that have happened to him this, you know, this season that hasn't been his fault. But Marcus, you know, Marcus got something got to change. He got to be benched. I don't know if you could trade. I'm I'm tired of seeing it, Ryan. And we're not even invested. It's just, it's just. At the very least, you got to bench him a game just to know that there's consequences. Like, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not playing well at all. And if you know me, I've defended Marcus Williams more than most, man. Like, I always say, like, you know, that range, you know, that range, decent ball skills, you you try to roll with it. Just roll with it. Yeah, No, he's not a perfect safety. No, he's not. But you try to nurture those parts of him that aren't perfect, and let those things that are good flourish. But right now, even the things he flourished is like not coming to fruition. So he's not playing well at all to me, man. Like there are, you know, there are film study people that, that are better than me that could probably break down the safety position much better than I can. But just from what I'm seeing, I mean, he's not he's not being what the position requires. Is you are the last line of defense. You are the safety. You get back and you make sure big plays don't happen. And he does the complete opposite. He is making big plays happen against and, the defense. You know what I'm saying? And and it's and that's the thing. Every defense hates those type of plays. Like you mm-hmm. like and as annoying as it is when you have an offense that will take 11, 10 play drives, you know, work it down the field what have you like at that, like you can, I think as a defensive coordinator, you can deal with that to a degree, but just to just give up chunks and like, that's just so demoralizing and it changes the game. Like it's 14, three, boom, 10, 14 in a, in a snap. Uh, And, and, and again, we're not breaking down the all 22, whatever. That's not what we do, but just going by what was seen Marcus, for whatever reason, he jumped the shorter route. And that 
and it could have been a situation potentially where Teddy moved Marcus with his eyes, but yeah. as a safety, like you have to know the defense you're playing. Like Mark, like 23 got that covered. He has the yeah. short cover. Your right. your responsibility is to play deep. <laughs> like play deep. And, and I will say, I'm, I'm trying to find out because Malcolm Jenkins on that play starts off deep and Marcus is kind of playing shallow. So, you know, is it something where Malcolm Jenkins had to kind of sit back and get deep because he moves, Malcolm Jenkins moves up to the, uh, you know, to the uh, right side of the field from the offense perspective. And Marcus moves towards Lattimore's side. So there's nobody deep. It's a cover zero at that point. You know what I'm saying? So there's no, no deep safety at all. So who's responsible? I mean, I'm consuming is Marcus Williams because he's the deep safety. We haven't asked uh, Malcolm Jenkins to play deep safety much at all this season. So I'm assuming it was Marcus Williams. So I just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, it's like, what do they talk about when they get in the film room on Tuesday or Monday or whatever to go over their mistakes? Like, what are they saying in there? Like, or they just like, oh yeah, my bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Like you got, you got to fix that shit. I can see if it's like, oh, it happens once every six weeks or something like that. But this is every game. Every game, game. every you know game right? Um, like Teddy, <laughs> Teddy was out shit balling the day, bro. <laughs> Teddy, like Teddy and Drew Brees were even. You know what I'm saying? And Drew Brees played great. You know what I'm yes. saying? So it, they were even. Oh, geez, Eddie, the Teddy, it was even like more spectacular because the, the way he just managed the pocket when we, you know, we rarely got oh, pressure. But when we did get oh pressure, my God, it was like Russell Wilson back then. Yeah, man. Like, I don't like, I don't scream at the TV very often watching the Saints play anymore. But like, there are some plays where I'm just like, can you just sack him? Like, what? <laughs> like, what is going on? And like, I felt like almost every snap where we got pressure, like, our defensive line was like stumbling around, falling down. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I know the DL coach, uh, Ryan Nielsen, I know he's going to be talking about a lot of bodies on the ground tomorrow, bro. There was a lot of bodies it's, on the ground. Like, falling, getting up, just chase. Oh, bro. It was, it was, it was frustrating. Um, so I, I, I tweeted it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to, what the, what they do about markets. I don't know if they go out and you know there's reports potentially that Harrison Smith, safety of the Vikings, is on the market. Oh, like, I'd make that move immediately. Immediately. I uh, don't know what the cost would be. Obviously, it'll have to be a you know you wouldn't want to give up nothing crazy, but like we already got that. You you know that second round pick is in play. In play. I trade that second round pick for Harrison Smith. Would you know the, the second for him? Like he's, I give it up. I give it up, bro. He's old. Old, bro. He old. He got money tied to him. I'm just saying, if you want to win this year, if you're looking at this is like the last year, go all in. I fucking do. I mean, it's a second round. It's going to be a pick that's going to be like 50-ish. Like, I don't if know. You, like, I'm not you know what I'm saying? Like the, the way I would see it is that the Vikings just basically punted on Nguakwe and got a third from the Ravens to get him. I don't yeah. think I don't think it should cost like a second. To like get. I wouldn't I wouldn't start with a second. No, of course not. Like you you, you always want to buy it low, but a second would like just be the you know the top. Huh? I, the it, most I'd be willing to spend that. And you know, I, I saw your thoughts about potentially like the Saints potentially like bringing in Earl Thomas. I I don't know what the answer is, Ryan. I just know what 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 we have right now is not working. It's not working. Right, 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 right. This is like you're just looking for an answer. You know what I'm saying? Like because you know what we have now is not working. My thing is he just has to suffer a consequence. Like you can't do that. Like you have to suffer consequences for what you're putting out on the field. And we can't just play you because okay, you play safety and you know you're in your fourth year. No, like. Put Swerger back there. Put P.J. Williams back there. Whatever. Even if P.J. Williams isn't the greatest free safety ever, like he got, he, he has to feel it, man. Like you got to know that you you're doing wrong. You know. Um, yeah. I'm uh, watching Dan Arnold make a, a play against the Seahawks I right just, now, nigga. I am upset. Fuck him. Oh, sorry. 
It got to been running, man. I remember, I remember uh, the preseason game. He caught the pass and literally like shovel passed it to the. <laughs> can't can't say that, Arma, bro. Can't get about my face. Um, I didn't. I, I don't listen to to WWL during you know Saints games. I'm listening to, to radio calls, but you know on Twitter I saw that Deuce was calling Marcus to be benched. Deuce, when Deuce is calling for you to be benched, you know it's bad, man. You know it's bad. Um, do you know Deuce never does anything like that? No, never, never. It's not. It's not who he is. So when he says like, "Yo, we, you gotta," and I, I think I don't know if you look at DJ Swearinger, like you kind of mentioned, you alluded to earlier. Um, have no idea why he keeps getting deactivated on game days. Like I. I feel like I saw enough plays from him in week one against Tampa Bay. Like I feel like I did. And then he hasn't really been seen much since. Um, I don't know if that's your first option, but I do think, like you said, there has to be consequences because like, what message are you sending where like, you're just, you're just okay with complacency yeah. or just okay with yeah. just mistakes over and over again. Right. Like that, that, that doesn't sit well. That doesn't sit well with me. It's like to me, that needs to be the, the, me- the message going forward before you make any moves like let's you know you, you start benching you start sitting people you know what I'm saying you did it to Kenny Vicaro a couple years ago I, when he was like, just about to bring just about to bring that up that's a great point I mean you you you, you sit Mike Thomas for for being Mike yeah. and, but at least you know what you get from right. from 13 game in game you know 13 gonna be a dog you know what I'm saying it's like bruh like it is so frustrating because Unlike, you know, 2014, 15, 16, where it was just like, man, these dudes just not good. <laughs> we just don't yes. have talent. Like, which, that is like, I think we have some talent, but like, it's not like they're slow. It's not like they're not athletic. You know, Mario Davis is fast. Marshawn Latimer has good speed. Marcus Williams has good speed. Uh, MJ is supposed to be smart and like a quarterback on the field. Janoris Jenkins. I, Honestly, Janoris Jenkins and Sean played well today for they did. the most part. I mean, they did. They sure did. But CD Deuce, he was getting kind of abused in the slot. That's I, uh, I look at that as more of a to me like, when I kept that, that that's a that's a scheme thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like I don't know, like why is your slot corner who is in the slot matched up with the opposing the opposing team's number one wide receiver? Like right. I don't know if that so I don't know if that leads you to having Marshawn or Janoris follow Robbie Anderson, but like I mean, to me there, that, was, there was no adjustment. It was like where's the adjustment here? It wasn't like, because there was you know there's nothing CD Deuce could do because nothing. Robbie Anderson runs a four two, you know what I'm saying four three. He gonna run by past him, and I that's and I wasn't getting mad at Chauncey. I just don't know. I just don't know why he was continuing to put in like I felt like he was put in a position to fail, and that's that's yeah. a coaching schematic thing. Um, another issue I had, like, it, it, it start like, another, like, I keep, oh, that was terrible. Another issue I saw <laughs> repeatedly is some of it was, some of it was on Teddy in terms of him and his pocket presence. Um, but like the pass rush, I don't know, man. Like I, maybe the, the Chargers game spoiled me, but I felt like it regressed a little bit today. And, that, and that, again, yeah. that could be on Teddy and his mobility to some degree, but I do feel like it, it, it regressed a bit. No, I agree. I think the interior pressure was lacking. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, man, it just wasn't there, man. Like, and when it did get there, like you said, Teddy, you know, they didn't contain, they didn't do a good job. I seemed like they didn't prepare for Teddy's scrambling ability. Uh, they didn't Which is wild because he's been yeah. there. He was there That's two what, years. Right. And it's like they didn't contain the edges. They just—it was like you know, even you know, there was the play where CJ Blitz he hit the inside shoulder, just allowing Teddy to get out. It was—it was just a mess. And I actually wrote it down in my notes when watching the game. We don't know the snap count, but like I just felt like Cam Jordan like just didn't play as much today. Like I don't know if they're limiting his snaps. Like, I don't know how much he actually played or didn't play, but, man, I feel like he just didn't play much at all today. Where was he? Like, did they have Grandison in for him? They did. Like, I, I don't know because we know we know Kim Jordan's kind of this, you know, Iron Man in terms of playing all the snaps. 
but like I kept looking and like I don't know if it was the defensive line rotation or what it was but I just like where is 94 now he played obviously but I'll I'll be really interested to see when the uh when the snap count comes out I believe tomorrow when you see the snaps I just think his snaps just felt like it was so much lower than what we're we're typically used to seeing from him and it could be trying to you know trying to do like a moment less type of thing like okay you know Cam he's in his 30s now let's Let's, you know, just limit his snaps a little bit and see if we can get more production out of him with just with less snaps. But, you know, I just don't, you know, without, you know, sitting there looking at the tape, it's just like he's not winning immediately like he's used to. Like he used to just dominate tackles at times and just it'd be so quick where there's just nothing quarterback could do. And just hadn't seen that much this year. And uh, same for, the you know, the rest of the line. I mean, uh, MD, he played quite a bit. He was, you know, shout out, shout out the two first man, like for sure, for sure. Uh, he put the step down at the end of the, you know, he made a big play on the screen. Then he made the big sack coming Huge. in and shut down the middle. Huge. Just dominate. You know, they had him lined up. You know, he eventually got bashed up with the with the running back, and you know that's a win. Period. Like Marcus, Marcus Davenport is going to beat a running back trying to block yes. him. Period. And he did, and that was huge. Like that one, that it, that stopped the game from being a tie, pretty much. And uh, but even but before that, it's like it was like okay, where's Davenport? It's like you know they got to get more pressure. But at the same time, you the secondary and the defensive line has to work together. So you know, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, it was I timed one of his snaps. I mean, he had like almost five seconds Mm-mm. just kind of scrambling around. And of course he's going to complete because nobody's going to cover for five seconds. Yep. I, remember, I know exactly the player you're talking about. Like yeah, the, the it, secondary, secondary can't cover that long. They can't. Right. It, so, you know, they have to kind of work together. It's like, damn, can we get two things that match? You nope. know what I'm saying? Like, nope, <laughs> nope, not around, not, not around here, buddy. <laughs> Not in a in a day, uh, and I wrote I I wrote it down. We saw some of him. I don't know if it was the off the defense playing more base. We did see some Zach Bond. Oh he, yeah, he, I saw I saw I see them. <laughs> I see them. He made a little play. I was like, okay. he did, he did. He, you know. Um, so he exists. So there's there's that. Um, but on a day where the offense comes out. That first drive, I'm like, oh, oh, this is a, this is rhythm. I was like, they got the the pass and the 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 run going. Like that was a great first scripted 15 from Sean. Um, Sean, for the most part, called a really great game. Uh, and we we got we got to talk. I mean, we got to talk about number 12. Uh, we 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 talked about him leading up to it we talked about him after the after the chargers game he's a player man and i know that i know that the panthers played a lot of zone coverage but you just have to be excited as a fan from what you saw from a player who's an undrafted rookie starting in a season where he didn't have otas he had limited training camp no rookie mini camp came in just made plays right and it just just the fact that he made the roster tells you that they saw something during camp you know and i've saw you know i've seen drew Brees mention him a few times in the pressers you can tell he's just a guy that's you know just chomping at the bit trying to get better like we've seen from you know young guys like uh lance moore when he was trying to get on and you know coasting and you know so many players that have you know end up going them drafted and he has size. He's he can run. You know he he's pretty much has everything you would want in a uh, you know in a in a in a I wouldn't call him a possession wide receiver because I think he could be more than that because I mean if you look at his Tennessee tape he was getting downfield a lot. There was oh, a lot of big well, body catches. Ain't got to worry about that with, with number nine. But yes, <laughs> at some point we that, might that was, and that was kind of the part of me when I when I looked at Callaway coming out. I was like, are we going to be able to take advantage of him? <laughs> I didn't know he would have this in his repertoire as far right. as like, you know, just sitting soft in zones and stuff like that. So just to see that tells me like he could he could be something. He could be like a nice 
just a nice piece of the offense that we really needed, you know, just looking at, you know, looking at the situation we're in now. And I know he went out with a little injury. Uh, it sounded like he did the pressure of the day. It sounded like he felt like, okay, I'm just all good. Like it wasn't nothing super major that's going to need surgery or and like that. So it's just something to keep an eye out for the next few days because shout most out, likely – Shout out to Catherine Terrell for, for asking that question yeah. during, during the presser. Yeah, because uh, Mayo Sanders most likely won't be playing next week nope. either. Against he, the Bears, he, so. he, he, I believe he can't. Can't like, right? Be, yeah, because of he, because he was show, he because he was symptomatic. Right. He won't he won't be he won't be able to play. Um, also, uh, yeah, not lost in the in the whole thing with with Callaway is Deontay Harris had a good game too, man. Mm. Like, a good good game, like just oh, he got that. Like he got a lot of deep passes from Breeze, and he. Slid his toes just to make sure he was inbound twice. Twice. That was some. That was some veteran shit right there, boy. I was like, okay, you know, like that. That's sorely needed in this offense, you know. So uh, yeah, I like to see that man. Just, just seeing a young guy step up. Uh, I was disappointed in Adam Troutman. Oh man, like he had the one target, he didn't work back to the ball. He got like knocked out of his hands. I was like, come on, bro. And then, and then I, I see the the highlights from the Browns game, and Harrison Bryant just out here balling. Just it just. Oh really? Yeah, I mean, he had, he had two two big touchdowns uh, for for the Browns against against the Bengals. Uh, yeah, that's that's disappointing. Um, and then <laughs> we can't hate on his talent because the talent's there, but. Um, Man, Toron Armstead is just a very oh. he's a oh, he's a very frustrating player. Just frustrating. It's like, man, can you get through a season, man? Like, come on. Just and then a game. And so and, and as a script would have it, he goes out and then James Hurst. Who was suspended for four games? He comes in. He's playing left tackle, <laughs> and we, I didn't think we we on the preview show. I wasn't. I didn't think that Brian Burns was going to play. And again, we did our preview show a little early, so we're going to try to wait maybe to do them when it, like injuries and stuff start coming or the injury report starts coming out. Brian Burns, as a pure football fan, that pass rush rep, mm. woo, woo, it was like damn. Rough. The bend. Oh shit! As a Saints fan, it's like, oh god damn! Can't run that edge. Just good. Then he bow, knock that ball out. Drew didn't have a Drew didn't have a shot. He didn't have a shot. And and here was here was what I was complaining about at home. And I I wrote I wrote notes down, Ryan. I wrote them down. Two things. So after, so after Carolina had that big touchdown, 75 yards to DJ Moore, when the offense gets on the ball, gets back, gets the ball back, Sean Payton goes three passes back to back, <laughs> bang, bang, bang. And I realized, I realized something, Ryan. Sean Payton plays and calls games like I do when I'm yeah. playing Madden. Yeah. It's like, He's, he's like just like a fan. He's like a fan, bro. He's like, oh shit! Like it's four, it's ten fourteen. Uh, shit! Pass, pass, pass! And it's like, yeah. yo, like the run has been working. Like the mix up, the dialing it up, like that's been working all game. But then I, I don't know. I feel like there's like this internal pressure of like, well, fuck! I gotta make up these points. I gotta make up these points. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even when James Hurst was in the game. In my head, I'm like, yo, why is Sean calling so much so many pass plays? Like, like he what the hell is going on? Like he knows it, he knows Taran's not out there, right? Like, help out your left tackle, bro. Like just <laughs> I, and the, the, for me, I think those are the those are the two things from an offensive stand offensive perspective. Like, because we can't really talk much shit about the offense today. Like, we can't. We I really can't. can't. They they play great. They play you know they put up twenty seven points without their two starting wide right receivers. Like right, right, we right. we can't and talk. I, and shit. I know I know you can look at the points and be like, oh, well, I didn't score thirty. It was one of those games where it was like 
kind of take what the defense is giving you, work against the zone, find the soft spots, a lot of plays, you know what I'm saying? A lot of time of possession. So yeah, it wasn't, like, a, the it wasn't like a put up a shitload of points, but you never felt watching that game like, damn, the Saints can't score. Like, it, I never felt, I never worried all all day about the Saints getting downfield at all. No, no, like not they, at all. I think maybe they didn't convert maybe one, maybe two third downs. Like, they, they Thomas, were great on third down today. Thomas Morstead did not punt today. Punt. So we so we ain't we ain't talking about we ain't gonna spend too much talking about the offense play today, but those things as I saw them, I'm like, yo, this is this is annoying. Like like I just feel I feel like he he coaches sometimes at the fan. He gets like this internal pressure where he's like, oh shit, like I immediately have to respond to just what happened, even though you know, maybe running and, and passing have been working. And I'm going to – listen, Ryan, I know we, we're on his ass a lot, but Pete made some plays. Pete. Big sexy. Big Pete. <laughs> he, he made some plays where I, I wrote it down. I was like, okay, all right. Look, when, when, you, when you move Pete, when Pete comes around on a pull or something like that, he, he wrecking shit, bro. Like <laughs> – that's what that's the that's the best Pete. Like when Pete, yes, it gets to move, come around on the pull, or get on the edge. Like or that's or what Pete, like a like a screen pass or yeah, a like a pass, screen pass. Yeah. Or something. like that's that's when Pete is at his best. But in his phone box, and you're in the phone oh, booth, no. marking it up. No, nope, no, nope. I saw no, him no. on the ground a few times. I was like, yes. Come on, Pete, right. <laughs> um. So the Saints are four and two. The the Bucks won today, so the Bucks are five and two. So they're still. Number one in the NFC South. Um, what are what is your feel for the team? Let me. I'll I'll ask you that. Just straight up. What they 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 they're going they're going to Chicago next Sunday against the Bucks team or team against the Bears team. And my, it's going to sound weird. I think that the the Bears and the Saints are like the same team. Mm. And let me let me expand on that. Please. The the Bears are what five and one or four and one or whatever their record are, and no one's taking them seriously because mm-hmm. you know Nick Foles at quarterback, offense, blah blah blah. But honestly, until the Saints can sh- until the Saints can start showing something more consistently on defense, as a mm-hmm. fan, I can't I can't take them seriously to do anything in in the go deep in the you know go deep in the playoffs. Exactly. I can't, man. I can't take them seriously. I just can't. Right. I, I told my wife earlier, she was asking me what I think. I was just like, honestly, it just looked like uh, another good team that's just good enough to get beat in January. Yeah. That's just what they look like. It's not that they're a bad team. They look like a good team that's probably going to have a good record this year, but just good enough to get, you know, losing a divisional round, losing the wild card round. And that's not a prediction. I don't hope that happens. And I hope, you know, the Saints improve, which is possible to pr- improve as the year goes along. But it's like game after game, I'm waiting to see it, especially on defense now. That's I saw it on offense. The you worry the worry after week one and two, it was like, oh, the offense is, is Drew, you know, is Drew shot. Is, you know, those are answers that have been answered for me. Like, yep. Once Mike Thomas comes back, if once Mike Thomas comes back, you know, once yep. Emmanuel Sanders comes back, the offense is going to be fine. I'm not oh, worried about the offense. Not, like, not worried at all. Because think, I mean, we keep saying this, and we'll we'll touch on the Mike Thomas thing. But in in theory, at full strength, the Saints will have an offense. Will have hopefully Mike Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, Traycon has has taken a step, and then yes. Mark Mark. You got Marquez Callaway. Like you're you're good. And Deontay Harris. And Deontay Harris. So. You're, you're good. And you, got, you know, and you got Cook, and, Adam Troutman, Taysom Hill, Alvin Kamara. And, yeah, I'm not worried about Dolphins. No, no, yes, not at it's all. limited in certain ways. No, we can't throw 55 yard bombs. You know, no problem. But it's a good offense that could put up 30. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a good offense. Now, now, now let's defense. go to uh, exactly. Like, I'm just thinking of games later down this. Some games in December, I believe mm. that the Saints play. They go against the oh, Chiefs. Man. Apparently that's the game that everyone honestly in two weeks. I'm not confident about the Bucks, even though we beat them already. It's like, mm. like Drew, like like Tom Brady, he's gonna have tape to look at now. This Saints defense and be like, yep. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what I'm gonna do now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. So I, the Bucks, Kansas City. You you think Kyle Shanahan ain't looking at our safeties and our cornerbacks like, ooh, just just Birdman hands. I just that's yeah, where I, I that's and so I know the analogy. People might be like, "What? Like we're better than the Bears?" I'm like, the, the this team will only go so far because of how the defense is playing right now. That's, that's, that's just period. Now, if they have a renaissance, like you said, defensive line starts cooking consistently and, and the secondary just starts, man, they don't, we don't even, we're not even at this point, we're not even asking for them to be great. Just tackle. be consistent. Tackle. That and be consistent. Tackle. Like tackle a guy, like no tackle, like you hit, wrap, bring him to the ground. Like what's, these, these it's like they're not, doing, they're not doing the fundamental things right. That's what yes. kills me. It's not like, it's not like, oh, this guy's slow and he can't catch. No, he not doing like you're getting there. Like you get to the ball carrier and you're not tackling them, you know. Or the wide receiver is running past you and your eyes is in the backfield. It's like those are should be fixable things, but y'all not doing it. Can we talk about the Craig Roberson? <laughs> oh man. Uh, I mean, I love C. Rob, bro. I do. I, I like C. Rob. He got that energy to him. But man, when he come on the field, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> um, we, it's we not got, like Ansel only been like Ansel only. He been kind of up and down this year too. It's like he, yeah, he has like he's made he made some good uh, talking for losses. Had some good sticks, but like yeah, like you said, it's in coverage. It, it's like yeah, we got we, a linebacker, but. So let's let's talk about it, Ryan. We gotta talk about it because we we we're talking about it offline. We gotta talk about it on the pod. So on the you know football in America show prior to Sunday Night Football, you know Mike Froyo's been been campaign camp not campaigning, but he's been saying consistently that the Saints would li- you know would listen, could listen, or oh let they, they walk that back. First, it was. There was there's there was belief around the league that if Mike Thomas could be had potentially, and then tonight in the football American football whatever show prior to Sunday Night Football, he reports that basically people in Mike Thomas's camp um, is basically pushing asking teams to offer something to the Saints for so for him to be to get out of New Orleans. I'll say this. I don't know. I don't know what Mike Florio knows. And I know a lot of people have been quickly just dismissing him. The only thing that I'll say, and this is not based on anything that I know, I just feel like this whole situation for months has felt really fucking off. Like that's, it's a feeling. And like, some, like there are some things in life that you just feel and I feel like I know the Saints pretty fucking damn well. And when something feels off, like it just feels off, man. I'm not saying he's going to get traded, you know, at a trade deadline or before, which is November 3rd. But it's just been like this weird energy that I felt over the last couple of weeks. Um, and it's not going away. Like it's, it's just persistent. Yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot. I never felt right about that. Even when you know when when Mike Thomas came up with the hamstring earlier this week, um, I was just like, something ain't right. And I know it's a real injury. Like I know we know that he really did have a hamstring issue, but it, it, it's like I don't know what a let ham- me ask what a what a grade one hamstring really stopped Mike Thomas if he wanted to play. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I'm gonna ask you blunt. Is he pulling the Jalen Ramsey? Bruh. That's where my feeling is right now. I'm not saying. I got to ask it because that's what I feel. That's why I feel right now. This is not coming from the Saints. We saw Sean Payton uh, reply to one of those news outlets uh, the other day. Like Some people some people saw yeah, it. Yeah, some people saw it. Because y'all blocked. <laughs> blocked and his count is locked. But, you know. Sean Payton, you know, Mike Thomas is a Sean Payton boy. He loves him. And 
also, Mike Thomas is, you know, he's he's. I don't think he's gone anywhere this season. I don't think you even have to worry about that. He has a huge cap hit if he did get traded. It's it's just not even economical to make that move. It's not. But, so we should I, we should, we should put that up. Yeah. It is not. He it he would cost twenty million in dead cap space if he was traded. And if you look at it going forward to next season, if this is Drew Brees' last season, you you're looking at what. $45 million in dead cap space Ooh. for two players. Like economically, it makes no sense. No sense. But I, I, there's, I don't know, man. It just, I, but there's something there. Off, there's Ryan. something there. I, I feel like he has a grudge. I just to seem like, just looking at the type of dude Mike Thomas is and like, you know, pitching him for that game was suspended, quote unquote, suspending him for that game or whatever. I think he got a grudge, man. I think. You know, I think he just like he got he's feeling a certain type of way. Is he actively pushing to get traded? I don't know, but we know who Florio sources is. Florio, you know, his camp is his is Mike Thomas agent. That's all it is. You know, this is like great. I wish we had Greg Rosenthal or Greg Rosenthal to break it down very Mike Florio just talking to people who've talked to Mike Thomas's agent. And his agent is putting that out there for whatever reason. You know, and let's let's not speaking of Mike Florio, he when the Bucks game happened, he was the first person that reported the whole things on the same show, Football Night in America, that you know Mike that that after the Bucks game, Mike Thomas he didn't want to get he didn't want to get um was it he didn't want to get X rayed or yeah, what or yeah. whatever. So it did. And so then, he has a he has a he, link. He he knows something, guys. Like I know right. everyone's so quick to be like ah. Ah, he just want clickbait. No, no, man. Like I know Florio is a very polarizing guy. Trust but me, I know. I, I, I could pull up emails I've sent him personally, like just going off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but even without Florio, you take all this aside. I I feel like there's something there, and I I know I may it sound may sound sacrilegious to say this, but like. It would it shock me if he's pulling like a, a little bit of a Jalen Ramsey. And mm-hmm. I, I and if you don't remember what that was, Jalen basically set out all of, you know, he just pretended to be hurt when he was in Jacksonville when he didn't want to play in Jacksonville anymore. And eventually he got traded to the Rams for for a, a huge haul. So right. I don't know, man. It's just it's fascinating. I just feel something icky, icky about it. I do. I do also. So and I just think it's I, – I don't know. We'll see how it play out, man. We'll see how it play out. And, and I think you made a great point, too, on Twitter and basically saying that if when he plays, so whenever he plays, you know, so if he doesn't get traded, he plays, I think all this shit goes away. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, I think he want, he's, he's a psychopath in terms of wanting, of wanting to be great. He's yeah. a psychopath in terms of wanting to play and being a competitor – and what's the what's the worst thing that we, we saw in the in the Jordan documentary, Ryan, with the yeah. whole with the whole when he was like a rookie or something, and you yeah. know he got hurt and like yeah. He's, remember yeah he they they wanted to tank and he's like no I want to play I don't care Mike is the same type of dude in terms of personality so him not playing like football is everything to him and so he's it's like he's getting cabin fever that he's going crazy right now going crazy that plus. He gets suspended by the team. Like you got you going, you have cabin fever. Then you then that makes you feel some type of way against yeah. your uh, for against your boss or your you know what I'm saying. So who knows? In a couple in a couple of you know in a week or a week or so, this this whole thing may you know but be nothing. But Adam Schefter early this morning already reported that it sounds like he's gonna miss the Bears game. Huh? Yeah. What? Like how do you report that? Like, how like where, the, where's he, so obviously, like Adam Schefter is getting there from somewhere, right? Today's Sunday, bro. He's we know he's and we're miss- talking about a hamstring. So, in my experience, all hamstrings are got, at the very least game time decision. You gotta test it out, bro. Right. We're gonna run you, gonna run routes, you know what I'm saying? See how you feel on Sunday before the game. So, you know, that's not adding up to me, man. Like, to me. He, you know, he's definitely playing the game behind the scenes. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if he's the driving force or if just his agent trying to manage 
Mike Thomas's, you know, emotions or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how. Like, that's some deep stuff that, like, bro, like in the behind the scenes in football or in sports, period. It's just, oh, it's crazy. Like, crazy, bro. Like, if so, we really knew, it would, <laughs> it, it, it would blow up. And like, and the funny thing is, like, we we know probably more than like most people, but like, we right. still don't even like, no, no, <laughs> no, we don't. You know. That's why I like talking to dudes like Devin Bro and shit like that because it's like, it's craziness, man. Like, it's a, it's a meat market. Like, sports is just a meat market. That's all, that's all it is. You know? So, let's 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 say this. And I, I feel like we're, we're, we're... We might be talking about this too long, but we also want you to... Like, as a Saints fan, if, if shit break, if shit pops off in the next couple of days, like, we don't, you know, we want you to be prepared because we, yeah. we're, we're, we're telling you we feel something. We don't know anything. It's just a feeling. So here's the question. So let's say Mike Thomas or his camp is just will not relent off this and basically tells it sends messages, smoke signals to the Saints, basically saying, well, he's not going to play the rest of the season. Like we're, he's going to pull a Jalen Ramsey. He's just going to be hurt, quote unquote hurt. What, what, what are you starting at in terms of if you're, if you're looking to trade him, like in terms of compensation, like what are you starting at? I would be like, Mike Brown or the Bengals, man. Like, I would be such a hard ass. Like, you got to show me. Like, you got to wake me up out of my bed to make me want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. you got to come with it. I, I would not give Mike Thomas away. I would not. Yeah, this is not I don't, a bill I don't care what he does. This is not a bill O'Brien. Yeah, know, I would I would let I would let Mike Thomas sit all year if he has to. And you know, we roll we rolling with we rolling with Callaway. We rolling like, you know what I'm saying? Like that I would I would not. Relent off of that, man. I wouldn't at all. You like you can't do that. Like you just and I'm a person that believes players should have choices. They should, you know, do whatever they need to do. But if I'm on the other side, if I'm the owner and the coach and all that, I would not relent, man. I would be the hardest ass. And this and this is like a different situation. This isn't even like the Houston situation with Nuke when right. he wanted like more money. He right. just got twenty million dollars last season, Ryan. Money's right. not an issue. If I'm not mistaken, he's still like the highest paid wide receiver in the league. Maybe or one, if he or, or two, like he's the second. Yes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like he's so no, I wouldn't relent, man. After but and they wrote a big check too, like it was straight up guaranteed money. They wrote a check for, him. so I wouldn't relent. You're going to pay me. It's going to be two first round picks, or you know, a high first round pick and a blue like a top level player. So, it's yeah, be, man, you, you, like, you got to be some serious. You got to show the money. Yeah, like if if I'm if I'm the Saints, I think you said it. Two first round picks. I mean, that's I mean, obviously Jalen Ramsey is a cornerback, what have you. Um, and they have they just have more more value. But you know, two first round picks, or if you could potentially get a hot, let's say top ten, right? Let's just say top ten, and like a blue chip talent. And if he just if, if if his side doesn't relent, I think that's something you got to think about. Like I think you have to think about that. Yeah, then you can start thinking about this. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want no thirty first, you know, third the thirty first pick in the first oh, round. Like, absolutely. no, oh, like, no. we've been down that road. No, you know no, what I'm saying? Although that because that, at the end, that, of, that, at that the end of the day, but yes. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, the Saints have all the leverage. Like Mike Thomas has no leverage other None. than not playing. And that's that all hurts him. It hurts and, him in the long run. And I think if you're the Saints, you can look at it and say, listen, we just fucking scored 27 points with an undrafted wide receiver in Traycon Smith. Now, I'm right. not I'm not saying that like it, that's gonna, I mean, again, it was the Panthers and whatever the scheme or what have you. Yeah. You yeah. know, that they probably not gonna we'll see what happens with the Bears, but you can say, like, we don't. It's not like we go. It's not like we losing every week because you're not here. No, nope. you know. And Saints uh, fans, you got to worry about Saints fans because Saints fans will turn on you in a <laughs> hot minute. <laughs> we know Mark Mark Ingram is like the the president <laughs> of that shit. <laughs> Ingram, Jimmy Graham. I mean, oh. look, man, we will flip the script so quick, bro. Always <laughs> makes always makes you think of the fucking Joker Batman scene or interrogation scene, bro. <laughs> You're a, you're a leper. <laughs> Real quick, 
Um, anything else just from, from the game? Also, <laughs> how ridiculous is that that 65-yard field goal came that Bruh. close? Bruh. <laughs> Yeah, that was amazing to me, man. Bruh, he he would he would own the record, bro. Like just a half a yard more, he would own the record. He yanked that bitch, Ryan. Yanked it. That bitch. <laughs> like, bro, I'd have gave him like a point just cause. Like, man, like, bro, you hit that bitch. And it was perfect down the middle. Oh my god. And that, that that only happens in Saints games, bro. Like no other game. No. Oh, completely forgot to mention this earlier. Speaking of Callaway, the whole shit with him getting his touchdown taken away. Complete fucking oh, bullshit. Man, I'm still pissed about that shit. Cause that that's a bullshit. That's a, a four-point swing. That's a game changer. And it wasn't that I mean, even your boy that came on, he's like, you, you that's just a bad call. Ding 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 Landino. That was not an intentional that was play, it was not a pick play, that was not OPI. And to me, like I'm just I, I like, that's a stole I, I Bad man, because like man, like imagine man, like he had such a great game, and he would have had that touchdown, and then he goes out with an injury after that. It's like, damn, that's fucked up. You you cap you cap a great game with the touchdown. You go up, you know, four an extra four points than what you then you got instead of self and three. Like that's a huge, terrible fucking call. It's a huge terrible fucking call. Um, oh, it seems, oh, and, and bro, like the low key play of the game. Was that touchdown before the half? Yes. Like that last one second left, like Deontay Harris catching that touchdown. Like that pretty much saved the game, man. Like that. It really did, man. And shots out the Drew motherfucking breeze. Like on that drive, he was really the whole game, he was Chris. But on that drive, man, he was that was the Drew Breeze I know. I was like, okay, that's Drew right there, boy. Boom, boom, boom. Like we we talked about on the last podcast. Tempo, bro. Tempo. It's like he going to terminate a move, bro. Just surgical, just boom. I don't care the distance of the pass. Just pow, pow, pow. Makes know? no sense why Sean just not just twice a game. Twice a game. Just just go up tempo twice a game. That, that's it. That's it. Just let Drew call the plays at the line. Boom, boom, boom. I, I it just drives me crazy, man. Because we we see we see what happens when it happens. Like that's yeah. that's the most frustrating part. Like we see it. Oh man! Um, but sh- you know, shout out to Teddy. Teddy, Teddy Bald, man. You, he was annoying, Teddy, bro. He was annoying the shit at me, but Teddy Bald. Um, and I tweeted like Matt Rule, good ass fucking coach, man. Good ass coach. How could how could it just let Robbie Anderson leave? <laughs> here, here, let's let's walk this back. I be- the Jets let Robbie Anderson leave. They tried be- to trade him last year. Remember we was yes, him. yep. And I believe when was Adam Gase? Signed last season, right? Yeah, it was last year was his first season. They oh, so they wanted the Jets wanted Matt Rule, but they he wanted to bring in his own coaches. I believe they wanted to keep was it Greg Williams? They wanted to keep someone. They wanted to keep some of their coaches that was all was there from the previous regime, and so because of that, Matt Rule didn't take the Jets job because they refused to let him bring his coaches with him. He went back to Baylor and the Jets signed, signed Adam Gase instead. Mm, I do remember that. Hashtag we are not the fucking Jets, bro. <laughs> and like you and you could see just the coaching with Matt Rule's team. Like even though their defense weren't great either, they were there like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, man. They, are, they are good, but they're there. You know what I'm saying? They making yeah. the tackle and trying to make the stop. They're forcing you to beat them, so they're there. I'd much rather that than just getting blown by blown coverages. Nobody is like nobody within ten yards. Like, give me that any day, man. Man, if you're a Jets fan, how much were you shit? Like, if you're first off, if you're a Jets fan, it's my condolences. But if you were, if you are a Jets fan, probably not a lot of Jets fans listen to this. How much were they shitting bricks today when they went up? Like, <laughs> when they went up against Bro, the Bills? <laughs> I can't tell you nothing about the Jets. I didn't even know. I knew they played, but I like I didn't even see a highlight. They were that red zone. They were up like by ten or like they were up by ten on the Bills for like a while. <laughs> like, could you imagine being like, "Oh, we are not going to fucking ruin this shit." <laughs> Just hot, but of course they lose, so they don't have to worry about that. Um, 
Anything else? Um, Le'Veon Bell looking, making, he looking a little rejuvenated with the Chiefs. Of course he is. You get away from Adam Gates, bro. Your whole football career just changed. Just a, re- a rejuvenation. Man, thank God I'm not congested. Oh my God. Um. So we'll we'll see what happens. You know, in Andy terms Dalton, of Andy Dalton getting assassinated. Oh, you feel. Could Dallas, you? Dallas might be picking top six, bro. Top top five, like, yeah. and I and I saw it. Like, I saw some some clips. Like, I know Zeke. That Zeke contract is starting to look like a very negative fucking contract for the Cowboys and the Jalen Smith contract. But that Zeke contract is looking bad. Man, bad. they'll turn it around, bro. Like, then it's like, what do you do? Okay, you pick your top five. Cause I'm like all about Dak, like man, get paid Dak. But then if you pick a top five, that is like if you t- if, if they end up picking top three, because right now they have two wins. They end up picking top three, and you have if they have a shot to draft Justin Fields and not have to pay Zach forty million. Like I know, I think you, I think you got to go with I think you got to go with the Rook just from an economical standpoint. Yeah, I I, I just think you have to. Like you have, because then you have five years. You have your quarterback at five years for, and this is why Dallas kind of fucked up because they had Dak at that at like that third round or whatever round he was in, yeah. and they didn't do much with it. And now they got to pay him forty. But if you pick a top three, I think you got to just cut bait and you got to take the rook, man. I think you do. And then Dak a free agent, then. Oh, that would be so. That would be one of the most fascinating things I think we've seen oh, man. since, uh, you know, the Kirk Cousin things like that kind of like, whatever. But that oh. Dak on the open market? Oh, man. Like, he, he killed my fantasy team. Him getting injured? Like, <laughs> because I basically drafted him and, and the Dallas Cowboy wide receivers. And, like, it's dead now. Like, I'm going to lose the rest of the year because <laughs> – so that's how good he is. So him on an open market, bro. Oh, like, that would on. be absolutely fascinating. Bananas, bro. Um, oh, there's there's something else I wanted to, to ask you, but I'm losing I'm losing it. Ah, wow, it's it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Oh, oh, I know it was. Can we talk about my boy, Todd? Detroit players say touchdown. Were they like, no, no, like they're they are pointing at the refs, like no, throw it up. (laughs) Man, we are not the Falcons, man. Oh, oh, bruh. I I still need them to win one more so they can't they can't get their quarterback of the future but huh though these are some i'm starting to feel bad for falcons fans bro like and i hate them more than anybody but jeez like these are some excruciating losses like eat a bullet type shit like you know what i'm saying like man this is ridiculous <laughs> like, they're gonna have to recover from it like it's gonna take a while to recover and buy back the that fan base the little fans they did yeah. man like he he like you can see it. Like he's like, oh, and he like stumbles, and I'm like, oh, Todd, what do you? <laughs> I guess it was the momentum. Of, I don't know, man. Like it was just like, you know, would have been hilarious, bro. If you like, if he would have stopped at the goal line, like a, a, a Lions defender would have grabbed him and like pulled him over, bro. Like <laughs> you go score this touchdown. <laughs> you scoring this nigga? <laughs> just uh, um, great, great game. In, in Cleveland and 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 Cincy, Joe. I didn't, I didn't see much of that. Was was my man Joe cooking? He he was cooking, and then probably one of Baker's best games he's had in a long time. And I he I saw that. I saw his last drive. That was I was like, okay, okay, because he, he hadn't really played well this year. He, at all. He's even though they he, have a good record, he hadn't played well at he, all. This year. He's yes, that's but Joe played great. My boy T Higgins still still cooking. I roll. Um, but it's just, it's just fascinating, man, but we'll, we'll see what happens. 
obviously, the, so the Saints play the Bears upcoming next Sunday, and that's that's going to be a game, man. Like, I look at it, I look at that, just a quick preview. I look at that game, and I look at, you know, ball control. Like, the, the formula that the Saints had, at least in that opening drive against the Panthers today, that's how you have to beat the Bears in their defense. Yeah. Like, ball control, you know, mixing up run pass. Because, this again, this Bears defense is really good. Man, but if, 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 if Matt going against Hurst, Oh Lord! Oh Lord! I don't want to see. I don't want to see that shit though. I, I think don't want to see this that is this is what I would say, and I don't think Sean will roll this way. But if 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 Tehran is hurt and he can't play on Sunday, and if Easton can play, you kick out Pete to left tackle. You let Easton play left guard, and you let Ruiz play right guard. Like there, there's no way that Hurst can can play left tackle. And go against Mac. You, no, no, can't, can't, no, can't happen, can't happen. Um, because the key, the key is man, like for Drew, is that pass rush, and you know, I mean, Akeem Hicks, he's been playing well this season too. Oh God, fucking eye roll. But yes, yeah, I, I, I know, I, I know, but it's, uh, you know, I, I know some Saints fans are looking like Chicago. This Bears game is like something we should roll in there and win. I'm, Excuse me. <laughs> no, no, I'm no, not no. looking at like like that at all, bro. Mm-hmm. At all, no. Fuller, Fuller been the, balling. Eddie Jackson been balling. Like the, all, the what I will say is, in theory, this should be a good matchup for our defense. In theory, I don't know, man. Foles <laughs> gonna pull that trigger now. Yeah, he will. He Foles will. Lost that motherfucker. So, <laughs> he will. I think I, I don't I don't know if there's a good matchup for our defense at all, honestly. That, that, that's a great point. That's a great point. Um, Until okay. it still be different. Yes, that's a good point. Okay, we, we rambled for for very long. Um, yeah. We'll we'll obviously we'll we'll come back. We'll have the preview show. Um, we'll try to wait a little bit more um, into the week so we have a better idea of like the injury report. We did our we did the Panthers one quite early and so like the injuries or whatever that we talked about on Tuesday was completely different by the time the game come around. So we'll wait a little bit and quick plug to all our, again, to all our Patreon subscribers, you, you, the hashtag things, Twitter face mask is coming. Um, they'll be shipping out hopefully within the next, like I said, two to three weeks when we get them. Um, we've had two new Patreons since uh, we did the emergency pod. So you'll get, as well as hashtag Saints Twitter uh, mask that we want you guys to rock and sport. So if you're if you are a fan of the show, what we're asking for, if you want to, if you want a face mask, a face covering, when you're out and about, you're social distancing, you're using your mask, become a Patreon subscriber at least at the five dollar level. You're you. That's all it is. That's it. You'll get you'll get you'll get a mask. So to all our previous Patreons, it's it's going to be in the mail. It's going to come when we get them. Um, and I'm excited. So also, uh, at Nola Hat Plug is going to send us the designs of the mask. So when we have those, we're gonna we're gonna put those out on Twitter, and we're gonna do, do a poll to see which design that you guys want. It has, it has nothing to do with us. You guys want um, whichever design wins. That's the design we're gonna pick. That's the design we're gonna rock with. And that's going to be our design for our, our face mask and potentially any other merchandise that we have down the line as well. Oh, and uh, shout out, quick shout out to all my our listeners in the UK. Come on, man. Let's, let's, let's get some love, man. I look at the numbers, uh, you know, internationally and UK is like our second biggest downloads. That's so just, you know, shout out. That's crazy to me, you know, because like, we, Feeling I'm like hood, I'm just a hood dude from New Orleans. My feeling like is, feeling like yeah, you hold out here, niggas yeah. in the UK, baby. <laughs> it's in the UK, so I appreciate y'all, man. Just taking the time out, listening. My dude posts a great video in his man in his man uh cave, just watching the Saints game, listening to our podcast. Oh my god, I appreciate. I, blew, I love that. I appreciate that. Blew my mind. Blew my mind, man. And I've, I obviously like I've I've been podcasting a while. This is you know. Often on my fifth or whatever year podcasting, but it never gets old. 
you know, because we just do this for fun. Like we don't do this for any type of acclaim. We don't do this for any type of recognition. Um, but to to see it, it's it's super appreciative. It's super appreciative. We and we love it, and we appreciate all you guys and gals um, that listen to us. And you know, you give us the energy to keep doing what we're doing. And we're gonna keep doing what we're doing. The, the Saints are gonna keep entertaining us in some type of fucking way, yes. good or bad. Yes. And we're gonna we're just gonna give you the 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 soundtrack and and give you the last to listen to as as we enjoy it together. So we're wrapping this up. Uh, we'll be back during the week. Preview the Bears game. Oh, um, and hope can my one request for the Saints and Sean Payton. Can y'all just? I don't want to. I don't want to do another another emergency podcast. I don't. Chill, just chill. I'm just tired. I'm tired, bro. Like, just chill. <laughs> tired. You just let us. Just let us. Let us, let us chill, please. So with that, we're gonna get out of here. With that, we're out. Peace. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.